Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Phone Box Podcast. I hope you have had a lovely week. You've been enjoying the series so far. Please do go and message me over on the Phone Box Podcast on Instagram or also you can find me doing stories and all sorts of fun things on Brummy Mummy of Two. Now, we've got a wonderful guest on the podcast, but she's just had to use a calculator to work out her own age. <laughs> she wasn't using a calculator to work out when she was 14. She kind of had that nailed. It was her own... It was her own age now. So welcome to the podcast, Kate. Now, Kate, what year were you 14? Uh, according to what I've written down, 2001. <laughs> so we've worked that out, 2001. So Kate, where can the people find you online? Tell tell everybody. Um, I am over at Lesbian Mums, um, which is, I thought, I still think it's a really cool name because it's a mixture of I like, think it's Lesbian a great Mums name. and yeah. Let's Be Mums. Um, and me and Sharon and my wife always argue as to who thought about it. I'm convinced I thought about it because I'm the yeah. creative type, but Sharon thinks that she did it, but whatever, I'll let her have that. Um, oh yeah, I'm over at Lesbian Mums, um, on, mainly on Instagram, a little bit of TikTok, and I do have a blog, but it's a bit broken at the moment, but I do 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 have a blog because yeah, I there's was some a good great back resources. Yeah, there's great resources on on the blog. We were just talking. Do blogs do blogs still even exist? But you're going to try mm. and revive it a little bit, aren't you? I'm going to try. Yes, because sometimes yeah, I do think because sometimes my Instagram posts are a bit long, and I'm like, yeah, that probably could have could have been a blog post. Shoved it so, in a blog um, post. Yeah. Okay, so 2001, you turned 14. We've talked yes. about this before. Did you think the world was going to uh, end when the millennium bug came? I don't think I did. I mean, we were in Brighton at the time and I, we all seemed to have like gravitated towards Brighton Beach as if that was like, I don't know. We ended up on Brighton Beach during the millennium. There might have been a couple of microwaves there. I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> we did. We, I didn't think it was going to blow up, but it was a bit. Oh, my God. What is this? Like this cult sort of stood on the beach looking at the sunset going, yeah. oh, like counting down. It's just like, oh, my God. Do you remember the film Deep Impact? You might be a bit too. Yes. yes. And she stands on the beach. Yeah, and the wave comes. That's probably it. You're probably like, I'm going to deep impact it. With, I'm going to deep. 
Yeah. She was there with the dad. Oh my God, that film is <laughs> so upsetting. That and the day after tomorrow. There was quite a lot of disaster movies in that era as well. 100%. There was Deep Impact. There was, what was, and I don't want to miss a thing. The one with oh, Armageddon. The... Armageddon. There was loads of apocalyptic, terrifying films. And we lapped it up. We loved it. And I think it just gave us a sort of a purpose to just keep like keep on living because it could happen. Just yeah. <laughs> go down to Brighton. We've if a big wave comes, we're all together. Yeah, together. Okay, so you grew up in Brighton. Um yes. wanna know what your bedroom was like. Well into dolphins, as you were back in that time. I don't know why. Um and God, I had this like blue, it was two-toned blue. So like one half of the room was like a Oh my God, like a lighter blue. And then the other half was like a darker blue. Then it was split around the room. And then, then I was going to put a border to cut, yeah. to put the two colours together. I can't even look at you right now. And then, and then <laughs> it, we were later saving up to put like a dolphin border around the edges. Yeah. But instead, I thought, you know what would be really, really cool? You know, like in WH Smith, when you used to pay, like, when you get the checkout, you used to get these free CDs for AOL and the yeah. to join AOL and you get these free CDs to download and stuff. I had like fucking 40 of them facing the other way around my room. And I don't I don't know. I don't know if I was just on crack at the time. I don't know why. It looked really cool. I wasn't even into I don't know. It's just you so weren't even into AOL. I wasn't even into AOL or the internet or anything. Like it's still a dial like it was just no I think that my I had a friend called Sally oh I still have a friend called Sally and she (sighs) had diet coke cans which she cut in half and stuck on a wall that was just a wall of diet coke cans so I think it might have been a thing at the time to be a bit creative so I'm gonna say Sounds great. It was great. And eventually we took him all off. I mean, I stuck him down with some freaking like that fishy sort of glue. I stuck him down really good. So that was a, uh, my mum really appreciated it when we had to then take him off. <laughs> but then the, the dolphin was around. Yeah, just the, like the fucking <laughs> cement, like the, the plastic came off and everything. Um, and then, yeah, we had the dolphin border. So I pretty much had like a dolphin themed bedroom for pretty much most of my teenhood. And then I started getting into boys for like a little while. And I thought, yeah. oh, this is a good look. Um, and yeah, that was it really. But yeah, that was the highlight. Dolphin, everything. Dolphin, sounds Did you have and... any pictures, posters of famous people anywhere? Or I did. I had a couple of posters by my bed of Heath Ledger. Oh, lovely. Um, and lovely. Heath mm. Ledger and, oh God, I think another actor. Similar sort of period sort of no it wasn't Josh Hartnett who was it but it was similar he's like they had a strong jawline they were they were I was there so Josh Hartnett what was he he was in one of them films that was at that time as well what was that film uh, the one that most has stuck out is like the 40 days 40 nights yeah it was that's not the one I'm thinking but that okay. yeah that was a good film I'm thinking that there was like a, a war film he was in maybe like a Vietnam yeah. I feel like that might have been a tragic film but Heath Ledger so was it Heath Ledger in 10 things I hate about you 10 Things I Hate About You followed closely by A Knight's Tale. Yes. Yes. Oh, lovely Heath. Lovely, lovely Heath Ledger. Oh, we miss you. <laughs> yeah, lovely Heath Ledger. Yeah, 10 Things I Hate About You. But really, it probably was Heath Ledger and Jessica Stiles, but I was obviously not aware at the time. No, so. you were just Heath Ledger in it. I was just Heath Ledger. Okay, so what kind of music were you into? Things like Blink-182 and 
Green Day and sort of anything that was pretty much in a Kerrang magazine. But I had like still under my bed a small sort of stack of CDs of like Boy Zone, Take That, yeah. Backstreet Boys. And I don't know why, but it was like, shh, I don't tell don't anyone. Tell I'm to be really grungy and cool and punk rock now. Yeah. That's my thing. That's my thing. But like, no matter what, <laughs> like still, it's just when everyone was gone, it's like, no matter what, just everything and doing sort of like, ba, ba, ba. And then like the music would go off suddenly and be like, going back to Green Day and stuff so I don't know why I was so it was I was the opposite I um used to pretend I liked the cure I was just like I was just (laughs) like but but then I just fully went into take that and my friends are just like she just loves take that I'd have the doll I'd have I'd be rocking up with a dusty hats again I think is a bit before your time I used to dress like a boy band that's what I thought that's how I thought I was going to pull a boy band would be dressed like them because they all fancy 15 year old girls dressed like them well, they did, and that's a problem. It's coming out now. They did, and that's what happened. They did. I was saying yesterday in a podcast, it's really difficult with the 90s. So many people have been cancelled. So you'll talk about someone, then you'll be like, oh, no. Or you think they've been cancelled, then they've not been cancelled, or you're like, oh, it's a very strange. Yeah, and you look at them, then they realise they died. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> R.I.P. Heath. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so what kind of school did you go to? A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, I went, so when I was growing up, we lived in Kent originally, and I went to this lovely little... I say village, this little village school, which was very pleasant. And it was just, it was well-funded and it was very, very pleasant. There was like 10 to 12 kids in the class. And then I moved to Brighton where there was like 30 kids in a class roughly. And it was just, I was just trying to think like St. Trinian's, like it was a mixed school. It was just, it was Ofsted were visiting every week and it was not funded and it was just awful like it's awful like teachers love my teachers but my god did they have a hard job yeah um and I did love my school life because it was a laugh but yeah it was such a different transition and I'm like I remember when my mum had like the talk with like the deputy head when we came and transitioned from one school to the other and where we'd come from like single parents weren't a thing let alone a gay mum and things like that so when she had the talk she's like oh well, well I'm, I'm a single mum and they're like pretty much 80 percent of our demographic yeah, like 80 so it's just a different culture change so that took a while to get used to when I was a kid especially like in, as I think I moved down to Brighton when I was 10 and that wasn't too bad but yeah that was a culture shock a bit like Grange Hill pretty much yeah Grange Hill mixed with yeah St Trinian's mixed with just prison so yeah <laughs> well, a bit dark yeah a mixture it was a bit dark yeah <laughs> 
yes, it was fine. Where but were yeah, was you good. in the hierarchy? Did you have like a big gang of mates or did you keep yourself to yourself? Uh, a real mixture. So we weren't like in the popular group, but then I wasn't sort of in like the nerdy group. We were sort of in like this middle of the range group where the popular kids were sort of dip into our group if they'd, if they'd had a falling out. Um, but then, yeah, we were sort of smack bang in the middle, which was nice because I didn't, it, it meant we, I was afforded this sort of popular kid privilege where I could sort of sit with them and they I wouldn't really pay me much attention I could I sort of got an education still and it was nice so I sort of like smack bang in the middle because again we were just sort of oddballs we were sort of a bit punky a bit grungy but also a bit sort of jeans denim jacket trainers sort of people as well so so you just mentioned fashion what kind of um fashion faux pas did you have is there a particular outfit you're like oh my god that was terrible yeah there was this they went through this phase of wearing you'd wear like a long sleeve top underneath a t-shirt um so I'd have like my Nirvana t-shirt because I actually like Nirvana so I could have like a Nirvana t-shirt that was way too big for me then I'd have like a long sleeve white top underneath and then we'd have these like grungy trousers which were always ripped because they were like always on the floor and you'd have skater shoes on but then there was these trousers that had these tassels I don't know the tassels that do you remember the tassels that came no they were like they were, they, they were tassel trousers, like they were like combatty, like cargo pants. They're like a massive pocket, um, and then they had like random just bits of fabric, and like they, I don't know what the purpose was that you didn't like, you couldn't make the trousers. They had no, they had no purpose. They literally <laughs> had a bit of fabric. So when you'd walk, you sort of get stuck in doors and like. Oh they'd get no! Ripped. I need to Google this. Google I feel with the bottom of your trousers all ripped because they got wet in the rain, and the rain are just like. <laughs> Yes. My mum hated them. She's like, what is this? And just, you know, I just, yeah, it was ruined. I just, jeans didn't last that long because I never had like thin jeans. They were always baggy jeans really on the floor. Thick, and like yeah. the bigger the, but the bigger the like leg cut, like sometimes I didn't have feet. I literally just had these sort of. Yeah. Do you, remember, do you remember Pigeon well. Street? Pigeon, you, that might be a bit. Of, yeah, well, they so. had they had used just to have feet that was just there was no feet. It was just like triangle, like do do do. Yeah, you sort of um, like you're floating like the craft, like you're just sort of floating <laughs> along the street. <laughs> just with right these right. <laughs> um, you should have kept your Nirvana t-shirts. You know, it's back in trend now. I know they're proper. They would have actually been like vintage, like actual, because they would have, they came from like a old music shop in Brighton, like. They weren't just a new look. They were from like a proper music shop and it went straight to the band. Like it was a proper... I, I wear know, a Nirvana top. Knob. I wear a Nirvana top and the people get so angry. <laughs> What's your favourite song? What? And I'll go, I don't, I don't, the one about spirit. I don't know any of them. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's pink. Look, I've said it online. I'll say it to <clears throat> anybody who disagrees with me. If you, Kate, if you wanted to wear an all-in-one Gary Barlow jumpsuit with just his face on, go ahead. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't get annoyed. So don't get annoyed at me for wearing a hot pink Nirvana top from H&M. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. And my daughter's got one as well. And neither of us know what's going on. I was going to say, does your daughter live with her? No. Unfortunately not. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I did. But I did have smell, Smells Like Teen Spirit on cassette from the Britannia Cassette Club where they used to send you free cassettes. Well, they, they'd, they'd send you cassettes and then if you didn't send them back in time, yes. you had to pay. And my dad messaged me, he was like, I had to pay so much money for all these cassettes, <laughs> you know. So I did have that. I bet it's probably upstairs still somewhere. I should get it out to, to give to my daughter. We can't play it on anything. <laughs> I don't have a cassette. Like, oh, I need like look through it. Like, just what do you do with this? <laughs> She'll just put it on the side next to her, Olivia Rodrigo and they'll be like, oh, I'm really cool. Um, okay, so did you have anything then that you'd wear now apart from Nirvana t-shirts? 
probably just like I still wear my like skater shoes which again are really impractical like in the weather because they've just got no tread on them so you just sort of like walking all the time no I don't think there is actually like I said apart from like Nirvana t-shirts and just like my grungy trousers nothing nothing again like at 14 I was still trying to find myself a little bit and like this isn't like a therapy session I was still trying to find myself <laughs> it's not even I was 12 no I was like yeah I was still trying to find myself so I didn't really I was trying to fit in because we were sort of middle of the range friends I tried like the denim jacket and like a t-shirt underneath like the girl band thing but then I also did the grungy thing and yeah so your first crush was Heath Ledger yes we're gonna be talking now Snogs. You don't have to say the name, but of course, if you want to, I'd love it. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> I want to know <clears throat> what your first snog was, and was it nice or was it terrible? Yeah, my first snog was a was a boy, and yeah. it was at this like school disco, and it was bloody awful, really, because like no one knew anything other than what you read in more magazine. So it was just really like I'm not going to do like any motions or movements, but it was awful. Like you were at a disco and you're slow dancing, and you're literally like yeah holding on like that and I don't know if you're going to have the camera on but you're going to have your arms around their neck and like a foot apart yeah. and you have this little like during like um Spice Girls oh what's the song from their to movie the other one the oh. other one when they promoted the movie um oh yeah too much of the, yeah, that yes, one. yes 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 yeah you got it you that got one it. That one, yeah, and it all sort of at the moment got in a bit. It was bloody terrible, but I thought at the time it was great because like yeah. none of my friends were sort of doing that. And then, and that was it. Really, it wasn't. Yeah, I didn't really do much snogging after that until I then like I didn't really do boys. Really, no, just so you kind of while. like were like <clears throat> I've done the kiss. Beak. So now, like that little bit is over and done with. Yes. And because more magazine and all them magazines, well, they were like showing us position of the week, and we were like, <laughs> we haven't even. What are you doing? Back little <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know like, that is mad when you think about it yeah it why is. are you showing us a position of the week or the month or whatever the heck it was no thank you very much and your problem That's... pages were like always like what <laughs> yeah i've got this rash and just like what and how to get rid of this and like oh yeah you look at it now you just you would have been so problematic just like the diet culture the beauty like oh. how to get rid of this a 14 yeah. get rid of blemishes even though you're going through puberty and just yeah the diet culture was 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 truly terrifying i had a um a fashion stylist on who like does body positivity now and it was we were talking about how even now i'm 46 i'm rational person still at the back of mind sometimes things pop to the front yeah. from back in there like little things you can't get rid of it's it's almost it's just weird things like say if i had like a big lunch I don't know, fish and chips. I'd be like, well, I have to have a really tiny little sandwich. Mm -hmm. Like there's just little things that are just little rules in your head. You're like, this doesn't, just doesn't, yeah. like if, if I was faced with one chocolate bar or like a crunchy, well, I'll have a crunchy because I read somewhere once that a crunchy was More better than having a bar. Just, it's yeah. Just, it's no, just No, I still do it now. I still do it now, even though mm -hmm. like you said, with just the Christmas period confuses me because you're grazing and doing yeah. what your body actually wants you to do is just graze little and often. I don't know what day of the like day or time of the week it is. No. Say time of the day it is. If I've had a big lunch, I'll have like a cracker for dinner, or I'll, <laughs> I'll just sniff have, a cracker for dinner. I'll sniff a cracker for my dinner, <laughs> and you know I've had oh I've had toast for my breakfast. So I can't really have a sandwich for lunch because yeah. too many cups. Yeah, it's um, mad, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's gross. The rules yeah. are also with Christmas. They're like you guys, and then it gets January first. You're like now you need to not eat anything, and you've got to get fit. You're like what? 
What? Why exactly? It's like talking about why New Year, New Me. That is, I still saw some stuff this year that was New Year, New Me, and it's you're in the same industry as me. Did you? I got I got a lot of emails about that. I got a lot of direct messages. But I got one that I got one that would made you so mad, and I didn't put it online because I thought this man would be absolutely attacked. And he was like, "Hi." It's always like, I know you're a busy mum. I know you're a busy mum. And I don't want to sound arrogant. If soon as somebody says, I don't want to sound gonna arrogant. I'm going to be anyway. Yeah. Don't want to sound arrogant, but um, I could help you change your body. And I'm really well known for that. I'm like, mate, what are you talking about? What do you? So I just thought, don't, don't screenshot it in front of your stories. I just was like, just gently did not, I did not reply. It's just Yeah, so I think we got awful. the same. We get a couple of personal trainers. I haven't had any men like yeah. have the audacity to come in our inbox yet, but yeah. a couple of personal trainers going, hi, if you're like, some are quite subtle. Like, hi, if you're thinking of making some small changes this year, hit me up. And other people going, I bet you want to change yourself yeah. this year. Come and just like, fuck off. It's, it's the yeah, busy it's mum awful. that gets me. It's like the busy, the, the busy mum... I, I, yeah, I like I am a busy mum, but like yeah. you don't. No I'm one's right with that. No one's messaging Stephen. You're a busy dad. Should we sort you out? It's just so weird. Okay, I want to know what your um, biggest teenage success was. Um, this is going to sound really just sort of like, um, just uh, but my GCSEs. That's like I, that's good. I know because everyone just thinks like achieving, you know, like climbing Everest, like, you know. But like no, my GCSEs because they were a real. I had to work bloody hard and you do have to work hard, but I had to work really hard. Like maths, English was my strongest point, but maths and science in that area was just not. And I had to work bloody hard for that. Like yeah. I just didn't stop. And I still didn't think I'd be good enough because I just did, I couldn't comprehend certain things. And I just didn't understand why I couldn't comprehend certain things. So a friend of mine who was crap at English came around and she was really good at science. And she's like some freaking boffin for NASA now she's like some physicist or something and so she we helped each other out and we were like every day after school school holidays working and I got like I got loads of I got a star in English and a in math an a in um another one something else England yeah English language yeah an a star in English like literature in a in English language and then like an a in math and I was like Ugh! but really yeah good. that was really hard because my school again being like the Ofsted's favorite school it was just disruptive even like GCSE exams yeah. were disruptive like it was a horrible time to be doing my GCSEs um in a school like that but I did really bloody well and it was just like Ugh! so yeah that was That's my proudest so moment nice. were you really excited when you went to go and pick them up yeah I, I threw up a couple of times and it was just I was just nervous because it was just like I thought what well, because I mean I didn't really have many career aspirations I had no idea what I was going to fucking do but no. I knew I needed this because this was my only ticket I didn't have any you know I wasn't didn't th- think I'd go to, well, I didn't go to university, but I didn't think I'd have any, you know, university prospects. We had no wealth or anything like that. So I was like, I've got to get these GCSEs. I've got to get a job. I've got to get a good job um, and things like that. So I threw up a couple of times and I thought, well, I still thought, no, 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 don't, don't put too much hope into it. Open it. And I was like, eh! just like open the envelope. And I was just like, oh my God. And I was shocked. Absolutely shocked. Even though I put in so much work, I just still didn't think it would be possible because it's really bloody hard. I don't do hard things. So yeah. it's just like, yeah. So. Oh, but the teachers were so happy. Yeah, they were crying because again, they, they believed in me, but they yeah. believe in everyone. And that's not to say they yeah. lie, but they believe in everyone, but they know the kids who probably wouldn't do it. And I think they weren't sure about me because I was just all over the shop all the time. Um, and they just didn't know how I would do. Oh, so they were crying. Everyone was crying and oh. just, 
yeah it was a nice time that's nice I think when you when you were younger because when I was younger like parents didn't come with us to get GCSE results or anything you just used to bop up open them in front of your friends and then go home for your tea but now it seems to be a bit more of a of a community sort of day out it's kind of nice isn't it I just I think I just went to pay phone I was like I got to see because you couldn't even text him or anything I got to be in RE and I got to see him (laughs) And mum was like, okay, she's at work. Okay, bye. And what's the C? Because my mum was just like, what's that? Because she did like the, um, oh God, what did my mum do? She o levels. Just, o levels. She said, what's that? Like just, yeah, but no, she was well chuffed. I think, I think my mum was the same. She's obviously said, go with your friends, you know, come yeah, back when you're ready and stuff. Yeah, yeah say, here's some money to go do whatever. But yeah, then I went home. But yeah, nowadays, like I said, same with like, things like graduation and um, <sighs> prom. Like it's a massive thing now and parents yeah. go and there's like a big old event and yeah. It's kind of nice, isn't it? Yeah. No, My it daughter's is. doing things. I she's doing things now. GCSEs are not A, Bs and Cs anymore. They're like numbers and I don't understand them. No. I don't understand the numbers. No. I tell think... me a number and I can I just look by if she's smiling or not smiling like, and then like, oh that's <laughs> well done. <laughs> so I am basically <laughs> your mom. I'm like, well done, well done. Are you are you pleased with that? that? She'll be like, so and so got a five, and I'll be like, and that is what? Yeah. What does that mean? Out of what, darling? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I'd be like that. I don't even get phonics when Thomas was at school. Oh, um, phonics are terrible. Yeah. They're so scary. Okay, what was your biggest teenage flop? What were you, do you have a bit of regrets about? Uh, boys. No, like I just didn't get them. Like I'd laugh at them. Uh, but then as soon as I tried to sort of fit in and do the thing that all my friends are doing. Yeah, I just didn't no, feel, I feel just right. Didn't no, I get it. No, and I just seem to have always, I thought I floated oddly towards the guys who are now gay. So I just sort ah. of like, I don't know if I turn them gay. I'm not saying that, but it's just like, it's just a bit of a coincidence. It's but... not, you know, we've had, um, I've had a few uh, gay men on the podcast and they always managed to find another boy at the school who wasn't gay at the time but who is gay now it's yes. like they all gravitated to each other um so mate it must be like a common common thing yeah and we didn't know anything about each other like they some of these boys were just like let's 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 and that's not to say like gay men aren't but they were sort of like yeah stereotypical yeah, boys and yeah. now some of them are definitely gay um which is very interesting but yeah no yeah. boys were my biggest flop i just did and i probably spent too much time trying like all my mates were when I should have actually just started drinking or something I don't know just done something else no, like hang just... on hang on no no <laughs> no that was a real <laughs> the moral of the story is not that yeah, it's just something else I didn't like boys just... so I should have started drinking I just started no. doing that like everyone else like I just yeah I just didn't like, yeah because obviously like I just yeah no no it's so do you think if social media was more prevalent then do you think you would have been felt more comfortable being who you truly were going to be oh God, that is, I always think that because I, the first, my immediacy is thank God social media didn't Mm -hmm. exist when I was a kid because like, you know, even just aside from bullying, just the pressure to perform and pressure to do all these things would have been immense. And I think it probably would have properly, like properly broken me. And it was bad enough when your friends were in like the most, the newest Nikes or were, had the, the best phone. That was the big enough pressure. But then to think, you had you then had access to other kids in other schools showing off their Nikes that would have been awful but then on top of that if something were to happen and they'd start commenting and being horrible to you on social media like that would have been horrible um but at the same time it would have probably been quite beneficial for me to see other kids who are perhaps challenging or sort of talking about their own identity and and you know connecting with celebrities who are a bit different 
so social media has its place it feels makes you feel less isolated um but at the same time I think if I was in school I think it would have been an absolute bin fire I think it would have been horrible yeah. and I think I just I don't know what I would have I'd probably just asked my mum to homeschool me or something because yeah. like I was a bit of a dickhead in school like not like a naughty kid but I was just a bit of a my mouth like I just let my mouth run away with me and I was just a bit of a and weirdo. imagine what you'd have been saying on social media as well if your mouth was running away with you in school you'd have been yeah. send a little tweet out and then you're exactly like, oh. just like yeah <laughs> I would have been cancelled by 15 yeah. exactly <laughs> just it's by 15 yeah the end. exactly it would have been horrible and it just yeah and just there was no control over it. there's no control over I mean, it's bad enough when you had then had things like bebo and facebook and it started but then by then i was sort of second uh god bebo and things like that and i would have it was a bit diff later on but even then that was bad enough when you're in college and then there was sort of bebo and stuff but i sort of removed myself a little bit and got into other circles but yeah, I, I don't, I can't imagine what people are going through now on you social see, media. You see creators now, don't you, who, you know, you follow them and you think they're great and then it'll come, like a tweet will come up from like, I don't know, 14 yeah. years ago that they made when they were a kid and you're just like, oh my gosh, like, and people do change, yeah, yeah. but the internet is so, this, it's so, it's so brutal, isn't it? Yeah. Um, if you could go back in time, what would you tell yourself then? Oh God! I mean, I'm going to say probably what other people have said is just be yourself. Like, yeah, that please is the, don't that's the common just, thread. Just yeah, please, please don't try and conform. Like, find, try and find your people. But if you don't find your people, that's okay as well. Find yourself. Find yourself first, and just enjoy your life. Enjoy your childhood. Um, because you know, even though I was like, I'm not a kid at 14, you are a kid, and just freaking enjoy that freedom and that the opportunity to just take your time make your choices don't decide what you want to do at 12 like just freaking enjoy yourself and just be find yourself first and just try and not conform to try and fit in and like it's easier said than done because it's incredibly hard to be on your own um but yeah just be yourself and please just don't worry about what other people like yeah. don't worry about what other people are saying even about not even about you but in general yeah yeah it's difficult is. isn't it because you know I've got teenager and I could tell her that but you don't listen you would you no. would you'd have just you you were then would have just gone no oh, you know just piss off yeah what are you talking about <laughs> you know you're born old yeah it's just <laughs> so it, it, it is you've got we all have to get that's why I chose 14 because it's such a interesting time of life where you're kind of not a kid but not an adult and you're just kind of stuck in this like weird realm um mm. but thanks so much for coming on the podcast thank you for having me uh, i will leave all your links below so people can go and find you and go and check you out and thanks so much for listening to another episode of the phone box podcast guys i will be back next week and as i said please go and check me out on social media also would love to know what you think of the episode you can leave a review on spotify or you can give it I don't know, five stars on other platforms. Because we, we only really want the five stars. If you're thinking of one star, all just the stars. Don't, don't do that. Thank you very much. Okay, guys. Um, I will see you soon. And see you later, Kate. Thanks for coming on. Thank you very much. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.